You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. Well, hello, everyone. We thought today we would do a recap of 2022, you know, what has gone on for all of us in our growth, in our healing, in our releases, in our gains and expansion. And uh, we hope there's some... uh, intention and some motivation for everyone who's listening to think back on, you know, not just the negatives that we've seen in the world and the things that have happened in 2022, but the positives. And we certainly hope that you have many on your own. And uh, hopefully this is a good idea to allow you to reflect as we close out the year. So without further ado, I'm going to ask these ladies, you know what, first of all, how do you sum up 2022? You know, if you had to do it and in a couple of oh. words or in a theme, you know, what has that been like for either one of you? Deep spiritual growth. Ooh. Wow. Huge change. Like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Angela? It's so funny. I feel like I can't remember from month to month what happens. You know, I look back at just even my weekly planner. And I'm like, oh, that that ha- that's right. That happened a few days ago. Um, I feel like I've grown up in the sense that I've sort of turned a corner from, I feel like um, it's part of my language. I spiritually have no more fucks to give. You know, it's just like <laughs> the, I'm just in my skin. One of the best gifts in the world was going gray because there was just this sort of like, yep, I'm the elder stateswoman. You know, when I get on the elevator, people say, ma'am, you know, there's just like, there's this gravitas that people have put upon me that I think I finally sort of accepted. Yes, I'm still learning. Yes, I'm still, I, no way perfected anything, but there's just sort of, um, I'm okay taking up space. And that's mm-hmm. really bled into my spiritual practice. Um, I still have moments where I'm like, oh, you know, Sandra Walters doesn't eat anything. And she does, you know, she's amazing. And, um, and then I calm down. And then very often, uh, when I listen to her messages, I'll be right on track, I'll have gotten to that same conclusion independently in my own way. So my, my feeling wobbled, like, oh, I'm not doing it like anybody, anybody else. I recentered much faster now and I'm okay with it being my way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What about you, Stephanie? Well, you know, for me, um, what comes to mind for sure is, uh, awareness, self-realization, um, hidden truths, discovery, mm-hmm. um, acceptance, a lot of words that are both positive and negative. I'm going to even use this word because it comes to mind. Fraud, 
Mm. um, compassion, understanding, sympathy. And this is just all with me, you know, it has nothing to do with anyone else, but me. So um, I would have never imagined that I, (laughs) that there was that much to discover, you know, upon myself and really that the discoveries came not only to me, through me, for me, as me, right? It was just, it was, it's so much me that it sounds like it's narcissistic, but it's really not. It's because what, what it is when, when you're able to get to that real core and start identifying and removing the layers and and seeing that, you know, artichoke heart that's buried underneath all that protection is it's, it's not narcissistic, nar- narcissistic at all. It's, it's quite the, the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Because in there is that, that seed of love, that seed of, of recognizing the connection to the divine the connection to the whole. Um, so yeah, it's, I have great respect and great gratitude for 2022. Um, so you know. would you say that you're learning the vocabulary of you? You know, I'm not going to use the word vocabulary um, because it's just so, it's it's just so small, you know, it's yeah. generic how the way I used to think I'm learning the, not even language, I'm learning the magnitude, I'm learning the intention. And that's why I use the word discovery because I, I couldn't, there, what I was thinking or what I was perceiving mm-hmm. before is just like you said, um, Heather, I think you mentioned earlier, uh, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Exactly. It's like, it's like, it's just like a reset. It's just a whole Mm -hmm. reset. And it's not even really um, been done fully yet because I think to do it all at one time, I I might just (laughs) implode, explode, right? (laughs) But, but a big, but a big shift as it's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? It's like calving for an, for an iceberg, right? So Mm -hmm. much is lost that you're not the same. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're less than you're not, you're just not the same. So now how will I morph into the awareness that I'm different? You know, what just popped into my mind is, you know, how they say every seven years, you have a new body because your cells right. have switched. So, and it's like, if, if you took yourself now, and then you put your seven years from now and you made the switch, it's like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't handle you that would fracture. You would die. Yeah. Right. That's you just true. can't do that. That's true. Right. So I could right. see, yeah, it's, it's, and it's not even that you're a fraud. It's that it's grown out and it's being replaced. And slowly that's been happening, I think, without you realizing it. So that by the end of the year, it's almost like a new Stephanie because enough has been replaced or that old adage, you know, you keep replacing the parts in the car. And just, if you keep the, the, the 1970 Pinto is going to become like a 19, you know, 2022 car. If you keep replacing True. enough parts, True. The parts um, yeah. I'm sure I butchered that. Uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, I feel like that, that's the image that came to me, like who you are now, Stephanie, right now, it's just the slow parts of keep getting replaced and refined and, and yeah, you're just totally different, but the same. Right. Right. And it allows for, as like Heather was saying, you know, we've all had of our, our different experiences of growth and, and that we're all in different facets as well. We should be, but the changes are still, you know, um, huge and they're still life altering for all of us in that we're 
um, expanding it, what and what's right for us at this time and, and what is continuing to allow us to expand and to relate to each other, to help each other, to be informed through with each other. Um, I wanted to just ask you, Angela, I wrote down when you said you were okay with taking up space. I, I like that phrase. That was very interesting. And then you talked about comparison. So where can you give us an example of how you would have felt before and how now um, you don't, you know, to, to, to quote you, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. My, but I'm one sure of my more it's eloquent quotes. And it's, yeah. <laughs> say it again, um, Stephanie. You didn't quite say that. You just see like how quiet our went. pearls over here. I, exactly. I think you yeah. even like put air quotes around it, which is adorable. She never, she never drops the F-bomb. So it's kind of like, I don't. That's nice. I'm honored. I'm honored. Um, <laughs> you know, part of what was something I needed to grow through when we started the show was feeling comfortable in this role that we've kind of cast as a, as giving advice, even though we're talking about our personal experiences there, I was putting all this onus on myself about, well, if somebody tries what I tried and it doesn't work and you know, la, 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 I can't guarantee results. And am I right? Or, you know, all of that. Um, and now it's just, you know, I hope it's very clear to our listeners that I'm talking about what what works for me. So I, you know, either it's a belief I have that brings me comfort or I've proven concept that has works for you, given me results. Yeah. And I'm okay if it doesn't work for them. I, I, I don't feel the need to apologize anymore. I'm simply share. I've gotten off the pedestal. I didn't realize I'd put us on as public speakers or I don't know, podcasters and realize, no, I'm just speaking my truth a little bit loudly, louder than most people. Cause we're on a podcast and I'm okay with your opinion of that. And that's big for me. Um, that's huge. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay being seen as the crazy hippie dippy lady. If that's what your <laughs> comfort level is, you oh, know, you're a freak flag. Yeah. Um, you know, I told my husband about, he had a, uh, one of his work patrons passed away and I told him, that, oh, he came to me in a dream and I'm going to be working with my Buddhist teacher to cross him out of the bardo, you know, like, da, 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 da. and I know my husband's like, you know, muggle. Right. <laughs> and he's like, okay. You know, just like, okay. Um, and I was like, yep, just so you know. And <laughs> I just don't need him to approve or worry, but I also didn't want to hide it from him because it's a big deal to me that I'm going to be, you know, helping my teacher do this ritual. Um, so it's okay now. It's like, I get it, babe. You're not going to believe what I believe. Um, and that's okay. I may not be at the point where he can make jokes yet, but I'm okay with him just being like, all right, you do you. So that's a long-winded way of explaining that's a good um, taking up space that, that really is a good example thank you because it's hard to admit these things to someone who knows you're not insane he knows you're not insane he yeah. knows you don't have any mental issues but like you said he he might just not be able to to grasp exactly what you're saying and 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 want to go down that road so he's like all right yes yeah. but and I, you said it i think it comforts him a little bit that i'm like it's buddhism you know at its heart it is it's the shamanic branch of buddhism but you know i think that comforts him a little and it's not just like something he's afraid i'm like doing 
cult or whatever craft <laughs> yeah which i mean hey i'm a you know love that witch um but yeah his comfort level is expanding but <laughs> we'll leave it at that <laughs> and heather's not been one to really shy away from talking openly about her experiences so let's explore with heather when you talked about going deep with with your learning what can you give us an example of what shift you've experienced that you'd be okay with talking about oh yeah i think the biggest shift for me was like i said throwing the baby out with the bath water and just completely starting all over again because i kept on applying old tactics the old way of doing things to a new me and it just was not working and it was just getting so uncomfortable so it was another form of efforting when i would meditate and i would systematically go through things and i had my fingers in the cookie jar so much that of course you're you know your higher self you know the truth of who you are is going to honor whatever choices you make in your life and that's one of the greatest things about <clears throat> that I did learn when um, talking to past lives and whatnot, I just, I kept on repeating to them. I said, no matter what was done, said, or chosen in your lifetime, it was, it's okay because I now have that understanding and awareness deep within me somewhere where I could pull upon that knowledge. So no matter what you did, it is a benefit to me in this lifetime. And then it dawned on me that no matter what I do in this lifetime is the same thing as my higher self, the truth of who I am, source, honors, and all of us and the choices that we make. So, and then I, within me, from my heart center, my heart center wanted peace. And I, that's all it wanted. I want peace. I just want to be calm within me. I want serenity. And I was like, I am efforting right now. So I gave myself permission, the truth of who I am, my energy to take the reins and I surrendered. And I said, I surrender. And I just, now I go into meditation. I drop my awareness and I wait. I wait for my energies to show me what needs to be shown instead of systematically going out and saying, okay, so uh what needs to be worked on now all right it's from this lifetime this soul history from this lifetime that i gotta work out and then i gotta go to the next one which is the past life and then the energetics that are attached to it whatever that may be because i was doing it that way and it just it was so heavy-handed that it was just it became efforting and um strife and i was just like nope no more and i said i give it all up i give up the control and i surrender and here's all right show me show me heart center and it was just relearning just to sit and be and wait for my energy to show me my heart center to show me what what comes up and then realizing that it comes in different forms i, I knew it came in different forms but just allowing it to be whether it be all of a sudden a sermon would come up and i would figure out the the theme of what was going on in the sermon that I was talking or the song that was coming up or, or I would get a word and, and just validate that and then just letting it go. And then of course my, my mind would start trying to effort again. And then all of a sudden I was like, Nope, 
I surrender. I, I go within me. I trust the truth of who I am. And I just had this mantra. Nope. I surrender and I go within and it just, it, it started working out like a muscle like that. And it has been the significant, most biggest change this year for me because just things started changing. My psychic abilities started changing. I know, um, my after finding out my inner child was the one that was shutting down my my psychic abilities and whatnot and just holding a space to allow her to come out and be like it's okay i understand and and she was scared because she's like you're mad at me and i'm like it's okay i understand now so and just you know so and because of that and doing all the work and just allowing things to come up naturally instead of me trying to figure it out and force it because then I got team shenanigans just trying to muddy up the water and I get confused on stuff and I'm just like, no, it's okay. And it's helped with discernment a great deal, just allowing it to come up and be instead of trying to forcefully figure it out and trying to, okay, what's next? Yeah, that's huge. I remember you had a lot of conversations talking about past lives this year on many a podcast and to see you when yeah. you, when you're explaining, when you put the, like, I'm tired, you know, I'm done with this because you just continue to, I mean, it would be endless to continue to do the work on that. You exactly. gained what you needed to from that, mm-hmm. but gained also that patience and that insight and that stillness. So, you know, going forward is what does that look like for you? Will that periodically come in and y'all deal with past lives again? Or do you think that chapter is good for now? What oh, you, I, I still deal with mm-hmm. past lives, but the dealing with the past life is only when I need it to come up to my human consciousness and I'm aware of it. And then I understand it because my past life also, you know, takes a little bit in this lifetime. So something I've done in the past or, you know, feelings that I've had and I'm like, where does that come from? Cause it doesn't quite feel like me, but it's a part of me and it, my head points to it's a past life that's coming up and I'm like got it and and then I, I identify the, like the theme of it the core belief or you know like disempowerment lack or whatever and I'm like okay I understand now and then I have I have gotten pretty good at realizing that when I go on sermon now that I am talking to a past life I am talking to a, another form of a that spirit or whatever and I just allow it to be in the, I am my higher self, basically. So, and just that realization coming through. I hope that answers your that. question. Yeah, no, that, that was really good. And Angela, you also mentioned a comparison that um, that was a big um, thing that changed for you and came up. So, you know, was that, and you said you're a mature through that. So, uh, example would be in your spiritual work comparison, in everyday life comparison. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Sandra Walter, and Mm -hmm. I am in no way on her path. Like, she's very much sort of like, very, you know, no meat, no alcohol, very clean. She lived on Mount Shasta, like on Mount Shasta, (laughs) not in a cabin, on the mountain. With with a tent, yeah. In a tent, I should say. Yeah, she's the sage on the hill, right? That's who she is this time. Um, and even though she's now back among society and all that, it's still very much her aesthetic. And, and that's just not, that just doesn't resonate. You know, I like to visit. I'm not going to 
set up a tent next to her. Um, and I would doubt, you know, I would just have moments of doubt, like, well, then am I doing everything I'm supposed to be doing in order to be helping? And what, what am I supposed to be doing? It's what I'm getting valid. And consistently I would get the same message. Or I remember one time she would, she would advise some of her advice on how to build a Merkaba or whatever. She would draw down and bring up. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. It's all the same. It's like, you, you bring it from your heart. And sure enough, a year later, that's what she started doing. I was like, okay, all right. You know, I'm, I'm getting the same message. And I, I, it just happened yesterday. I was listening to her. She was on from beyond or John Bay, John Baranos. He no, has John John Burko, Bert, Bert Burgos. Okay. Yeah. So I keep wanting to say Bezos and I'm like, it's not the Amazon guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was his guest. Right. And they were talking and they were talking about food. And um, I suddenly remembered a couple of weeks ago, I meant to bring up two ladies. I have been around the time of the portals and, and even right now I've been eating a lot of like sugar, a lot of overeating, like to the point where I'm stuffed. And that's not something I normally do, but I notice I go through periods where I do this. And I realized um, I'm trying to feel more grounded. I was like, oh, like it just, I had a knowing. I was like, oh, I'm trying to ground myself. So I've been wearing uh, garnets and just like consciously like Waiting grounding myself so I don't have to get it from food. And so when she was being interviewed by John, um, John B, whatever his last name is, they were talking about food. And I was like, oh, that's right. I was going to like bring it up to you ladies and talk to you. And then in the next second, she goes, yes, a lot of people have been writing to me that they've been really eating a lot in order to ground. And I've just been telling that. And I was like, <laughs> so it's like these, just like, it's like you, that's why I've been eating a lot. And I was like, I'm eating, I'm like stuffing myself and I yes. can't get enough. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> Try, like I said, I've got my my garnets yeah. on like try some grounding like crystals and just grounding um i live up in the air so it's hard to <laughs> put my feet on the ground but um yeah so it's just that little moment of like okay you know we we got this the, the listeners mm -hmm. at home even if you're new on the path nobody's going to be able to tell you how you work better than you exactly. nobody's going to tell you how to connect to the divine or what feels right to you except for you so get into that practice now yeah you may learn tips and techniques and rituals if that's your bag. Um, you may learn things. It, it, it is helpful to not have to reinvent the wheel on everything. Just chop other people's wheels and see what works for you and then invent from there. Um, but yeah, just realizing you actually know what works for you. And that, so that's what I mean by that. It's just the there's still comparison. I don't think I'll ever stop. Um, I think it's human. It's how we survive, you know, but not attaching as much worth or weight and just being okay. I know I'm going to come back to what I do anyways. It's, I mean, and just am. So get over the emotions, you know, where you're going to end up. Right. So that's what I meant by that. What about 2022 uh, Reiki? How did that change for you? Uh, what is new, if anything? Was there any um, shifting or? Um, mine, I had anything? mine. Ha mine had a came in a vision of Reiki complete, and I think it was twenty twenty two where I saw that, and it was just <clears throat> I was no longer doing the I 
the feeling is no longer attunement for Reiki. There's something else that's coming on the horizon for me. And that's when I started helping. I guess that was last year. But um, yeah, I don't even use the symbols anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't. Um, <clears throat> it's just this incredible well of energy that surges out from my heart center through my arms and my hands tingle like they got a bunch of million ants with high heels on so <laughs> stephanie's <with> laughing <laughs> what about you stephanie metaphors. <clears throat> um well you know this is probably the least amount of reiki i've done in person this year yeah, you know, I only did a, a handful uh, for people, but I do distance Reiki every single day. And um, there's always someone that's, you know, a family or friends who will ask. And I have a Reiki altar, so I put people in my Reiki altar regularly. And um, my distance Reiki is changed to, I still call it Reiki because I, I think I, I have a bond, you know, with with the term Reiki, but it really, it, it's expansion of energy healing, right? So it's gotten bigger than that. I still like the symbols. I use the symbols um, for me because I, I like um, I like symbolism. So it's just a, a fun thing for, for me to hold on to. It kind of goes with my, you know, my flow of whatever mantra I'm using, what have you, but how it's exchanged is, you know, it's so interesting. I, I, I think probably in the beginning, maybe like a lot of people, when you start with energy healing or Reiki and such that you sometimes can think you're going to lose it if you don't use it enough, you know, if you don't practice on it um, mm -hmm. and you hear it's a way of life and. Um, well, it's like a muscle. Do you think well, it's, a, it it's like a muscle that needs it, to be worked? Well, um, no, I, I don't anymore with that um, because I've, I've blended in it where, you know, it's, it's a part of my life. So it's like breathing. Mm -hmm. So I don't think about it anymore. I don't need to think about it anymore. It now comes up, you know, when I work through something, Reiki is there with me. It's just how it flows. So that's been an interesting thing where I don't see it. Like you say, a muscle I have to, to utilize. I didn't do, um, Gosh, I don't even know how many Reiki shares I did um, this year. It, it wasn't very many, you know, um, because I was really on, um, I saw that, you know, the scheduling didn't work out and I was on such a solo path this year with that um, self-awareness. And I could see that in all things that I was gravitating towards. It was very lone wolf, um, independent soul work. And mm. um, it didn't, it did not require being around other people um, in order to get my answers, in order to get my reveals. Um, but it, but for me, it makes me, it made me feel like my Reiki got stronger in that, you know, and and not having others lay hands on me, that I was just kind of, in, you know, working with the energy, working with the divine, and then giving it out um, more than I was receiving. Well, you know, we're always receiving it when we're giving it. But mm -hmm. but what I'm saying is probably in the past, I would have went to more shares than I had more mm -hmm. hands on. And, and this way, it was kind of a flip on that, which then made me more um, trusting, I guess, trusting uh, more in alignment with Reiki. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's been beautiful. It's been, it's very, very different, but, I, but it's just been lovely. I mean, it's just to really, I think when I even said that word, it's like breathing. I, I think that's the way I see it now. I don't have to think about it, which is interesting. You know, there's no place this, this way using crystals that way. I'm just really morphed into a, 
place of just being it, you know, dropping yeah. all the the stuff, the mm-hmm. the talismans, the traditions, the um the pomp and the, circumstance. Right, right. And the how-tos is just being. And certainly, you know, let's give a shout out to what's really helped that scenario has been working with the the grace uh distance healing yeah. that we do for the nurses because it's and I work alone, you know, there's groups that uh, work, come together to give Reiki. I work mm-hmm. on my own and it just really puts me in tune with the sending and the delivery, you know, of Reiki for these people. So uh, it's so intentional, you know, it's so, uh, and they're strangers, you know, I'll never know them. And they're strangers versus uh, sometimes when people give me names of, uh, to put in my Reiki altar, sometimes I know them, sometimes I don't. But um, I think Grace has, has been really wonderful in that shift, you know, and um, oh, good, that, yeah, the expansion of it, <laughs> uh, you know. And I think what helps too is because with Grace, these people, these nurses are signing up to receive Reiki, mm-hmm. so they're open. Their intention is to receive. You know, their heart is open and their energy field is open. Versus sometimes when people give me names of uh, people to assist in Reiki, they they may never even know it, and that doesn't mean they can't receive it. But it's very different. You know, mm-hmm. it's very very different when a person yeah. is waiting and and open to you to share that energy. I yeah. remember being part of a a Reiki share um, with the teacher that I used to train with and somebody had an elderly father who was ill and so you know wanted us to work at the end of the we were all sitting in a circle at the end and we were sending distance Reiki and I very clearly got because I get visions I was on uh, a lake the sun was setting it was beautiful and I was sitting next to this very kindly old man and I said what do you what do you need from me today and he's like really nothing it was like he understood why his daughter wanted that request, but it was like it, it wasn't appropriate. It's like he's an old man; he is winding down. So we the whole session we just sat and watched the sunset together. That I, like I didn't send; I respected what he wanted, and I just sat with him um, because yes, people mean well when they ask on behalf of somebody else, but with these nurses, they truly. They, they want it, even though sometimes when you work on them, you you have to like, it's okay. <laughs> I'm approaching you with some energy. You can accept it or not. And usually actually what I'll do is I'll create a pool of gold and have the, imagine them standing in it and say, you can bring this up through your feet. Cause that's kind of, for me, the least vulnerable part of my body is imagining it coming up through my feet. So I'll do that for someone who's a little like, I would totally want Leary. to do yeah. And I don't want you anywhere near me or your energy. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I get it. Um, so I'll do that and they'll sort of ease into it. But it is fascinating how you can tell if someone mm-hmm. is truly ready for it. Yeah. I know when I work on some of the nurses that are leery and they're like, who are you? And I'm like, I have to introduce myself. And I'm like, it's okay. I'll hold a space for whenever you're ready. And they're like, okay. All right, let's oh. do this. <laughs> if it's distance, you you stay over there. <laughs> yeah, so, and Angela, so did did you explain yours in, in Reiki? I mean, uh, oh had, gosh, had mine's it changed been or, or such it consistent a, or mine's been such a hodgepodge for mm-hmm. years. Even I remember studying with William Lee Rand and being kind of like, "This is cool." 
don't think I'm going to use this. Um, you know, it, I love <laughs> learning things, but I also like, I love learning things. I love learning ritual. I love learning symbols. I love learning the meanings behind things. Very rarely use it because once it's been internalized, like I use chokure just as like a period at the end of the sentence. It's totally not what it's meant to be used for, right? But I'm just like, and we're wrapping it up, chokure, chokure, chokure. Like I just, it's like it makes one of those me... seals on an envelope, you know? It's, that it's like the little, I like making it, the little bullet. And I'm like, boom, we're done here. Peace out. It's like a mic drop, boom. That's not what it's meant to be. You know, it's not, but I kind of embraced that. And I actually had a really great teacher, Andrea Marie, who, uh, we were, we interviewed her for Grace Healing, where she said, you know, you've always been very feminine in that. And there's like, the feminine doesn't need the rules. Doesn't It's more about, really? you know, creation and, and taking what works for you. And I thought, oh, that's, a, I never thought about it. Um, but even when I was studying with her, it was sort of like, oh, learn it, but I'll probably just keep it on the shelf where it's very pretty. <laughs> Um, well, I do my own thing. Cause usually I go formless. I, well, not truly formless, but I usually envision, um, like an energetic soup when I was in the hospital, when I was in the rooms with the people, I would imagine the visualize the vibration going up, everybody's vibration becoming sort of this one, keep it there. And then as we're right, wrapping it up, imagining, you know, what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. And just separating um, the field. So it. Yeah. The energy <laughs> separating out. Um, and that's how I would do Reiki, you know, and that's, that's been years. So it, I, I, I don't know. I like the little dinosaur symbol, the, dinosaur like the head, no. the, you know, Dinosaurus, T -Rex. Say, Hickey? I'm not getting it. Though. Yes. Wait. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Cause it looks like the, the, um, the head of a dinosaur, right, right, right. right. Isn't wow. it something like never heard it talk that way, but yes, there we like go. Okay. Something like there that. There we go. Godzilla, like, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So I always <laughs> thought that's the dinosaur the one. Godzilla. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. wow. Oh, I hope that Thank answered you. your question. Because <laughs> I've been talking for a so while. So we've kept it lighthearted, but you know, what's been the most difficult for 2022 for either one of you? Growing pains or just life's experience uh, that, you know, you wouldn't like to see the pain, happen again. the pain Physical on pain? the spiritual path, like, okay. you know, over identifying no. with, okay. um, so this year was Heather almost walking away several times from her mm. spiritual path because I was over identifying with, um, pain on my spiritual path. So it was coming out spiritually but it felt physically on me so mm. i think that was that was mm. that was the most yeah. difficult mm. um just realizing and then i got into the point where i just kept on like if something started to just become so rough and efforting i just asked myself where am i over identifying with whatever is coming through and then allow it to come through mm. good answer how about you angela for the me most difficult for you this year yeah, I mean, you know, I've certainly had some depression spells this year where when I all of a sudden I'll realize I'm in it, it's like, oh, damn it. Um, so those are never fun, but I it's not that it's been like, oh, everything's great. Mm -hmm. Um, I you know, this year I've really I don't have the luxury, even though I work quite a bit from home, I also work quite a bit in the office. And I also have a husband that we just love to be around each other, right? So there's a lot of interaction with people who are not on the path. And navigating that, 
you know, we've talked about, I know we're going to talk in another episode, the whole forgiveness thing that that's been the theme for the past couple of years of me really working through that. There's been some really hard moments of, you know, dealing with people who have done me wrong. Um, and doing that dance of, am I being spiritual or am I just spiritually bypassing by saying, oh, I forgive and let's just, you know, love and light. You know, yeah. Love and light. Everything's fine. I'm just like, no, no, it's not. I don't like them. I really don't like them. Um, so a lot of sort of figuring that out and, and, and being frustrated that I can't up the compassion level. And then just finally realizing, you know, this is where I'm at. This is, this is me authentically who, where I'm at right now, it may change. It may not. I'm still going to try to do the best I can to be of service. This is where I'm at. Um, have you re- yeah. have you hit like rock bottom with that? Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Kind of like what um, Michael talked about with his neighbor on the last episode. Like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know what to do, but I don't want to do this anymore with this person. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. In general, I, I, cause I'll think, do I really want to be totally compassionate? Like I say, I do. Do I really, yeah, like exactly. I really had to like sit with myself and be like, do I really, do I really want to be able to walk up and hug my coworker? And well, what like, if, what if you're putting that expectation that you have to go hug your coworker instead of just being civil? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in the next, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the whole reconciliation <laughs> yeah. thing. Right. So yeah, I, I can say, yeah, I've had those moments of like, Am I being serious when I ask the loving mother, I want to, I want to learn how to be compassionate yeah. the way you are. Like, am I really, or am I just giving lip service to like this yeah. wonder woman, spiritual wonder woman I want to be. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of that. And then there was a moment of, I, if I could wave a magic wand, yes, I would. I would want to learn to truly be compassionate and not have it be spiritual bypassing and not just yeah. have it be like, I love you. And now I'm never going to see you again. You know, it's just like, I want to be able to feel that way about people I am confronted with every day that I can't get away from. It's super easy to be forgiving of someone I'm never going to see again. Um, And I am not there yet for people who are listening at home. I am not, you know, like (laughs) I am not the Buddha, (laughs) but you know, so yeah, I definitely had those moments that you're talking about and that Michael had. Um, But I I keep coming back because I keep thinking you'll get there if I could. I would. So, so the answer is still like, okay, well then I'm still obviously climbing yeah. up this hill. So chipping away at that iceberg. Yeah. And you it's, know, okay. it's, it's hard not to get into comparison when you think, well, at, at least I'm better than so-and-so at this. You know, it's just yeah. like, <laughs> that's, take two steps Hello, back. Ego. Nice to meet you today. And then give yourself a new that. issue. <laughs> what about you, Stephanie? Uh, well, the hardest thing is has definitely been um, becoming aware of hidden truths. It's been extremely yeah, difficult. You had you a know, big There's year. just been one after another because, um, you know, well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess if, if you discover something, I don't know. Is is it ever like anything good? I don't know. Like, right. Because yeah, don't you know it? Like, don't you good. already? Don't you already know it if it's good? <laughs> And it's the hidden things that you were not comfortable with. You know, it's, it's, it's like really getting um, a mirror that shows you from the inside out. And I love um, that part though. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful and it's healing, but it's extremely difficult, you know, and listen to you talk, Angela, one of the last things um, about right now, it's still 
it, it's it's going to be from here on out going. But um, on this last couple of weeks, and, and and again, let me premise this by saying for me, I've taken classes all year long, almost we have a break, maybe we'll do six weeks off and then we do eight weeks on and six weeks off. And it's uh, just, I just have a wonderful, wonderful teacher um, who just puts together these great programs. And then we've got this tight group that um, is able to learn together, hold space for each other, support each other. And um, because of that, I've been able to, you know, find these, these truths and I don't go into it with any idea in fact, sometimes I think, oh, this doesn't sound like that interesting. You know, I've already tackled this. Yeah, right. You know, last words. <laughs> yeah. But closing out the year is, is just really been a big one. And um, it it's shocking. And, and I will share a little bit about it because it's still continuing to open and it's going to open from here on out. And it doesn't mean I've accomplished um, surrendering to it or even getting a hold of it. All it did was come to, to come to light. And I was proud that yesterday I did something which was just so, it was just such a perfect example of me understanding the truth, because if you're going to be given a truth and you're going to be given an insight and you do nothing with it, then, you know, mm -hmm. thanks for nothing. Right. Yeah. But, and maybe I've had it in the past, but I didn't recognize it, but not, if I'm going to recognize it, I'm going to do my darndest work through. So um, these, this last class had brought two great, huge truths. And this last one was the realization that I was not loving unconditionally. I, um, especially with some of the people closest to me, I literally could not see that. Um, I had, um, quite a bit of expectations, you know, and that if I'm going to do something for you, this is what I want back. And most of the time it's, it's, yeah. it's gratitude. I need the gratitude, you know, in order to invest and, um, or wanting people to act a certain way, behave a certain way, um, partake a certain way, you know, that's, that's my expectations of it, but that's loving with conditions that's mm -hmm. not loving unconditionally mm -hmm. so angela talks about that lip service if you're going to go out there and say love and light but okay if you do this that then i'm not going to send you love and light that's not loving unconditionally yeah. at all and so when i found that out it was it was just really 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 shocking and um because i know i i called it something else i could see it obviously you know i mean i'm i could see but i kept again right before that was my uh, awareness that came to be that I was not worried about what other people thought of me. Like I've been telling myself, the truth was I was worried about my own judgment of self. So when that one came out, that one just rocked my world. But knowing that, and then understanding that I was not loving unconditionally meant that I could no longer start, you know, keep blaming the people that I thought were affecting why mm -hmm. I was feeling or doing what I wanted to do. So, um, it's just, it's, it's life huge. changing. Oh, it's huge. It's life. It's life changes. So yesterday I wanted to, um, I wanted to help out, um, someone, um, and I kept going to, well, if I do this, I know they won't appreciate it anyways. And I'm, you know, and then I'm going to be mad because they don't appreciate it. So I'm all, you know, so it was that same kind of back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then I just said, see, this is an example of, you're not living conditionally, you know, where is your light? Where is your love? Do you want to help them? Do you want to be an example, you know, of giving and I don't need anything back Then you do it. And so I invested many an hour doing this thing. Um, 
and really, you know, physically working, mentally working and just did it. And I, I, I told myself if there's no thank you, if there's no uh, whatever accolades, there's no whatever you did it because you wanted to. And, mm. and, and that was a big, that was a big thing because uh, this person, I have this back and forth with me having that condition on yeah. the love I give. So um, today thinking about it and looking at it, I feel really good. And I, you couldn't, and I, and typically there would be a little lip service with, if I did it right, then I had to tell about how much I did or how long it took me. Right? There was just, you know, I just pulled away and just did it. And so I think that's a really good turning point for me. I think that's a great way to end the year. And I think that's probably the biggest lesson. It came very late in the year, but that's okay because that's going to ride me right into uh, next year with, I hope, new intentions. And I did something else um, a couple of days ago. And I, again, now it plays, is this loving, you know, conditionally or unconditionally? And I talk to myself and boom, I could say, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. I see what I'm doing here. I have a question for you, Stephanie. Uh -huh. When you do this, is this conditionally or unconditionally? Not getting into the path of beating yourself up about it if you are loving it or not loving yourself unconditionally or the other person. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not beating myself up. It's, it's honoring the truth. Identifying. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because the behavior before, this is not just with strange. This is not just, you know, with no one to have an issue with. This is with people I would have an issue with, right. Mm -hmm. Where I'm constantly behaving in a way that constantly gets them behaving in a way which mm -hmm. gets us not to that place of right. unity where we want to be there mm -hmm. there's a goal to be there right but it's because i have conditions about how right you know so um yeah it's not to punish me it's not to whatever it feels it's like you're say, developing discernment it feels like yeah, this is a it's, new right thing. no boundaries are going to be i mean look we don't want to be taken advantage of we don't not going right. to be anyone's um whipping yeah. horse or what have you or disrespected it's about being the example that I want to be, which is, right. you know, um, love at my highest level um, and a love that is, again, just, it's, it's a tough thing too. And it's a tough thing as a mother, right? Because mm -hmm. um, as a mother, um, usually it's, it's going to be lopsided anyway, right? A mother tends to do a lot more for their kids than their kids can ever do for their mom, right? At, at least, you know, in their young age, maybe you know, I'm starting to catch up on the other side that I have my parents, but <laughs> you can probably never catch up, right? I mean, as Heather knows, she takes care of her mother quite a bit too. Um, but I, I guess what I'm going with that is, you know, where's the line of, again, giving because we want to and because, um, we want to assist and help and love. And where's the example of then um, demanding of yourself, you know, this is the way a mother should act. Maybe, mm -hmm. No, we're not doing mm -hmm. any of that. Or a wife, you know, and I use the term mother because it's easier, but a wife, right. a partner, you know, whatever the case, right? Where we we think that's the what a good mother, a good wife, a good sister. Right. And then that could cross boundaries. No, this is this is really me talking to self is saying example. I mean, am I doing it? because I need something back or am I doing it because I just want to do it? So yeah. that's what I'm saying in the past, I would have needed something back. I didn't think so, yeah. but I did. And you know, that gratitude. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, a good, a good self-realization. And I think now that there's been a lot of truths revealed, I mean, I, and here's an in interesting thing too, for you, you ladies, you both know that most of the time I'm going to, um, 
I'm going to dive in. I'm going to look for answers. I'm going to, I want definitions. I want why. Yeah. And these were just so big. I, I couldn't really do much. I just had to sit with it and, yeah. you know, cry with it and be mad and then be grateful. And then, you know, just go through all the emotions. And in the end, it was just like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm bored with this. I'm moving on. Um, and that's not that it's forgotten. It's just that I'm done playing the Play-Doh game. I'm trying, I'm not, right. I'm not going to be able you to didn't have to get into the story. Exactly. So I'm going to carry this forward. I'm aware of it now. I like Heather says, I don't need the story. I don't need anything from it. I'm just um, going to say, thank you. It's, it's, it's knowledge and um, I'm ready, you know, to continue on and, and hopefully you utilize that information to the best. Um, well, and there's different stages, right? There's right. the shock of realizing it. And then you sort of identify it and look at it and obsess over it almost yes. from different angles because you're getting to know it. And then once you get to know it, then you contrast it from what's in going on in your life, right? If this was the reality, then you look at your image of what your model of what you thought the world was or you were, and then you you start to notice the differences. And then there's there's a time once you start realizing where it's deficient or whatnot, the differences between the two that you really do have to set it down. You can't, you can't go into engineering the solution from right out the gate. You, you really do have to let it be in your bones for a little bit. You have to sort of sit with it and let it percolate to the back. Let the subconscious have, you know, that's a lot of heavy conscious lifting. I think you have to then put it down to give the subconscious a chance to chime in and meld with your new conscious understandings and and so i think it's a natural ebb and flow so i think you're right mm -hmm. on target with sort of like okay now mm -hmm. let it be let it it's a dance let it do its part and then you'll take the next step based on what you're shown yeah it's a big turnaround from how the year started off with an illness and the pursuing of why's is happening to now at the end of the year um, this awareness and just being, all right, it happened and I get it and I'm aware of it. And, you know, let's, let's move forward with it through it. And it's kind of like a Rubik's cube. I'll probably play with it eventually again. Right. It'll, you know, yeah. it'll, it'll oh, yeah. get a little more oh, insight, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be solved right now. And, um, uh, it, it feels good. It feels good to just kind of not let it hang over me was like something to solve, right? Like some kind yeah. of you can't puzzle that, no, you can't, you know, and it, uh, and it feels, gosh, it's, it's, it's a great relief. It really is. Good. It's like receiving a gift without, like if someone were to give you a gift and you're like, okay, well, why'd you give me this? You know, what were you thinking? Where'd you buy it? How much you pay for it? Uh, you know, where was it made? I mean, that what takes are the, the joy out of the gift, if right? I accept it. You're right. Yeah. And, and I think that's how I would, normally take things from the gift from the universe from spirit from the creator you know and then what happens is you're so removed from the actual gift it, it just lost its its joy yeah. and its merit it's like jesus i just bought you a hallmark right. that's right. it just got you a card you wanted to, you wanted to hear from me i, I wrote God. what am i supposed to do with this so yeah so um anyway yeah so maybe that's the thing maybe maybe in the end i've, I've learned how to receive oh well see there's Ooh, a that's, big. that's big you know us as caretakers and healers it's hard for us to receive sometimes well sometimes a lot so a lot yeah that's interesting you know because um not only do you have to learn how to receive just like to give but there's also sometimes um, we can stand in the way of you know stopping ourselves like you say from receiving just like if you could stop someone else from receiving like if you're the one who always pays the bill and you never let someone else um 
treat you, you're stopping them the ability of giving, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you are stopping yourself from learning how to receive. It's a it's a balance. So right. That's true, Heather. And when you're used to giving, 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 you could be stopping yourself from that and the other person from giving. So interesting, interesting indeed. Well, any other closing thoughts, Heather, on this 2022? Um, obviously, big. Uh, you're grateful, I imagine, or you want to, any words that you, how you want to say it? You, are you saying good riddance, goodbye, or God oh, bless? No. And, I, you uh, know what? Yeah. It's like it's it's a it's a mix of everything which you guys gone through of like trying to remember what what the first half of the year was. It was mm -hmm. like all I can remember that there was a lot of pain, a lot of crying, and not wanting to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And then this part of the half was the biggest changed spiritually yeah. for me so far and just um learning to be in the flow and 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 just be mm -hmm. and allowing spirit to show me what comes up instead of me being the person who dictates what comes up or having to have control of everything mm -hmm. <clears throat> um gosh i just think um 20 2022 was just getting to know yourself on a deeper level. Yeah. Amen to that. You know, and regardless of what's happened um, throughout the year in the world, in our society, in our state, in our communities, uh, isn't that amazing? I think all three of us, at least, and I, I hope for most of the listeners, we were able to thrive. We were able to get through all the negativity, the fear, you know, the, the greed, the fights, the anger. And I, I hope we're examples to everyone that, you know, you can still have your own little nucleus, your world doesn't mean you don't care about anyone else or the world. It means you can thrive despite it. And then hopefully we're sending out yeah. that energy uh, and as example to everyone else that, you know, yeah. we can, we don't have to think like the media tells us. We don't have to uh, succumb to, again, that negative uh, thinking and living. Yeah. Be the light, be the light in your world, in your day, in your room. Love that. Love Perfectly that. said. Yep. All right, listeners, that's all the time that we have today. We like to thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast.